listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. I'm Bree. And I'm Rachel. And now it's time for <laughs> Rachel's Trivia Challenge. That was a horrible drum roll. I apologize for all of our listeners. That was a last second decision that did not end well. That didn't hit like I thought it was gonna. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, it is Reformation season, of course. Um, hopefully you all know that. And I think a little birdie told me that this trivia challenge might have something to do with the Reformation. So, Rachel, what kind of questions are you going to be asking us today? Okay, so usually come Reformation time, we celebrate Luther and Melanchthon and Duke Frederick and Bugenhagen. Bugenhagen. I say Bugenhagen (laughs) and Cranach and all these Reformation dudes. But there were definitely ladies involved in the Reformation. Like, they don't make it into the written record all that much, but there's no way that Luther's Reformation would have done what it did if half the population wasn't also getting super excited about sola fide, sola gratia, sola Christus, you know, all, all those Reformation faith things. So I wanted to dig a little bit back into history and find some challenging trivia questions. <laughs> I, I always find topics that are very hard to research. So if you find any errors in any of my questions, hit us up on Facebook and correct me. I'm pretty humble about that most of the time. <laughs> most um, of the time. <laughs> <laughs> so are you guys ready for your uh, Lutheran Ladies of the Reformation trivia challenge? All right. Are all the answers Katie Luther? Only about half. <laughs> She shows up in the history books a whole lot more than a lot of the other women. I can true. always go to my my go-to trivia answer when I don't know it. Willie McGee! <laughs> Willie McGee. All right. Well, but you'll have to... Willamina. Willamina McGee. Willamina McGee. Because this is ladies. I'm just going to put right. Mrs. in front of the name of a famous reformer. And I mean... <laughs> Mrs. Melanchthon! <laughs> Okay, give us these questions. We're ready. All right, we're going to start with Katie Luther, and this is an easy one. So Katie was packed up to a convent at age four, but after she and some of her fellow says, this was a a way of disposing of the daughters that you didn't have money to marry off. Disposing. Um, But after they encountered the writings of Dr. Luther, they were totally on board with this and wrote to him to help. So he he helped engineer an escape. So what did the, the nuns likely smell like when they rolled into Wittenberg? Whiskey. Hey, <laughs> honey. Oh man, I thought you guys would get this. Beer? No. Oh. Manure? Closer. <laughs> Horse? <laughs> so the way. Can I the say way this Luther- word on the air? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> the way Luther got these women out of uh, the <laughs> out of the convent was he sent Leonhard Kuppe a city councilman of Torgau, and a merchant who regularly delivered herring to the convent. Fish! And so the nuns escaped in his covered wagon among the fish barrels and then went to Wittenberg. So I don't know if they didn't shower between the herring herring barrels and Wittenberg. That's a special smell. I really love herring every year on New Year's Eve in my family. But do you yeah. like oh, roll no, around in it? But now I know that it has a Lutheran connection. I had no idea. <laughs> it does. And I love the fact that these women were so committed to living out the conclusions of the, you know, faith that they'd encountered in Luther's writings that they were willing to like get in that smelly old wagon and yes. and go to Wittenberg. So yeah. that was that was pretty awesome. So um, no points for so, that one. 
Yeah. No point. You guys, oh. Boo. Okay. Oh, man. When Luther married Katie, he rocked boats on both sides of the Reformation. We know the Catholics didn't weren't crazy about this renegade monk and runaway nun getting married. But even some on the Lutheran side were really deeply opposed, including one of Luther's closest friends and collaborators. Who do you think was not all about Luther marrying Katie? We talked about him a little bit. It's got to be Melanchthon. Melanchthon. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So Melanchthon called it an unlucky deed because he was was really concerned about PR for the Lutheran Reformation and was afraid that if Luther got married, everyone would just say, he just started the Reformation so he could ditch his vow of celibacy. Oh. <laughs> and optics, he's not one. And that, that was indeed what some of the enem, what, what some of the enemies of the Reformation, how they framed it. Huh. Um, yeah, so he didn't was not actually invited to the wedding. <laughs> oh wow. Well, that's probably just or told as about well. it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> One less mouth to feed. Which was kind of hypocritical of Melanchthon, because he'd already been married for five years before Luther got married. Does anyone have any objections? (laughs) Apparently, yes. (laughs) Yes, you knew this. Why did you invite the one with the objections? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Luther ignored all these uh, warnings about scandal and decided to marry Katie anyway, which was one of the best decisions I think he ever made. Mm -hmm. But he said that his marriage would cause the angels to laugh the devils to weep, that it would rile the Pope, and that it would please whom? Whom did he think his marriage would actually please? Oh, Jesus. You guys, that is a long pause. <laughs> I was going to say God. I was going to say Jesus, too. God. <laughs> M- Mrs. Melanchthon. <laughs> it was actually his father. Oh, oh, I mean, I was going to say that. Yeah. Oh. God the Father. And this has got to be the (laughs) Heavenly Father. (laughs) This has got to be like the first decision Luther made in his adult life that he could actually say that about. His dad was not keen on him becoming a monk, on him starting the Reformation. But the idea of there being little tiny Hans Luthers running around apparently was something that his dad was excited about. That's funny. We are are not doing great on this quiz. No. (laughs) We're all for three, man. We got the second one. We got Melanchthon, right? Let's see if we can do This is our last Katie Luther question. So Luther and Katie had a lively and loving marriage, which we know because whenever Luther was away on his frequent travels, they wrote letters, which is great. You should always write letters to your spouse. One of the most fun parts of these letters, to me, are the ways, the different terms of endearment that Luther uses when he addresses his <laughs> wife. So, can you name any oh, of no. the things that Luther called Katie? My rib. Oh, anything. My rib. Okay, that's the only one. Point. I only know that because huh. of the book title. It's true. That is actually true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any of the other ones. <laughs> do you have the other ones um, handy? Okay, hang on. We're going to get I, I want to okay. get, yeah. get one. Um, I do not have a comprehensive list, but I have a few How many are there? I don't know. I'm not sure. Luther wrote a lot, but I'm sure someone smarter than me could tell you, but I I just Um, found some and pulled out a few that I liked. His little herring. I was going (laughs) to (laughs) say. Remember that one time you smelled like herring? (laughs) I got nothing. Okay. Well, here are some of the ones that he called her. He would call her Hair Katie, which is Lord oh, Katie. That's almost Herring. like a um, herring. Yeah, hair. <laughs> herring Katie. Okay, um, Lord Katie. He called her mm. Most Precious Spouse. Aww. Kitty My Rib. 
We all know that My one. gracious and dear wife. Aw. So if you're listening out there, husbands, if there are any, Aaron's dad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, there, here's one that you'll like, especially, Sarah. The pious and anxious lady. Aw. That is so appropriate. <laughs> Sarah and I commiserate about being anxious people. It's um, true. That's very true. And then my, my personal favorite that I found the, the letter was addressed to Doctor's Spouse in Wittenberg, Keeper of the Pig Market. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's fantastic. So you know they had one of those marriages. If you can address your wife as Keeper of the Pig Market in a I love like letter. I like a lot more having heard this. Often in the past, yeah. I feel like, I don't know that I would actually like him very much in person, but I, I feel like I like him more having heard how he... <laughs> How he interacted with his wife. It's endearing yeah, in a in a cute kind of way. Makes it me is. wonder if we've come a long way since Keeper of the Pig Market. <laughs> I don't know. In terms of endearment. I feel like if we owned a pig Bay. market that my husband would probably Bay. call me that. <laughs> Bay. <laughs> Bo- Boo. Hey, hon. Uh, mm. oh. Okay, question five. Oh, we're still doing this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, got, you guys got some Katie. ground to make up here. Oh, yeah, yeah we right. do. Yeah, we've, got, we've got time. Katie wasn't the only woman Luther wrote to. Shocking. <gasps> His pen pals included both commoners and nobles. Among his correspondence, we find letters to Queen Mary of Hungary, Princess wow. Sybil of Saxony, and one memorable and encouraging letter to, quote, three court ladies, which is sometimes translated three court damsels. So can you guess why Luther might have been writing to these three young women whose names were Hannah, Milia, and Ursula? Hmm. I bet he was something had ha- I'll give you a hint. Advice. Something had happened to them with oh. regard to their employment. Oh. Did they leave the nunnery? No. They were court ladies. I know. Like, <laughs> they wanted to become nuns. Oh. They had marriage proposals? All good guesses. Okay, so here's what actually happened. <laughs> All good guesses, but you're wrong. Okay, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> so they were at the court of King Duke Henry of Saxony, where they were presumably you know, ladies in waiting to someone or other there. And although he himself wasn't an enemy of Luther, his brother Duke George was Luther's mortal enemy. Oh. So when these three court damsels were found with Luther's writings in their possessions, they were dismissed. Oh. And so Luther sent them a letter of comfort. Oh. So they were fired for being Lutheran, you guys. Wow. <laughs> I smell a lawsuit. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I didn't know you could be fired from being a lady in waiting. But I guess. Uh, Well, and not so much fired as just. You're done waiting. We don't don't need you anymore. I mean, I guess it's better than being like, I don't know, killed or something. Yeah, that's That's true. Oh, yeah. Definitely better. Like, they're not, they don't go down in history in Fox's Book of Martyrs or anything. But, you know, it was, Hmm. it was, they had consequences on them for, Hmm. you know, really being Lutheran. Dare to be Lutheran. Mm. There you go. Getting closer, guys. Another We're still Lutheran... doing terribly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you this is an obscure topic. Mm, like it's, it's hard to find stuff on it's this. There aren't a whole lot of resources. It, is. Yeah. it really but is. I feel yeah. like I'm learning things though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, next every question. every conversation like this we have does us all I feel a little smarter. Bit, I think. <laughs> so another of Luther's letters to women went to one Frau Dorothy Jürger and was in effect a thank you note. What did Luther have to thank Frau Jorger for? 
Hint, this one is a special, was especially chosen for Brienne. Oh boy, Brie, you're on the spot. Did she save his dog? <laughs> no, it's a thank you note to an elderly widow. Oh, for a, a fruitcake. Uh, uh, she made a gift to the church. She did! Yay! Yes! <laughs> so she was a widow whom Luther had interested in the needs of poor students and had sent 500 golden, I have no idea what that would be in today's dollars, to provide scholarships for students of theology in Wittenberg. So Luther had written her a letter to tell her, to, to thank her again, but also to report back on how the money was being used Aww. for supporting seminarians. Yeah. And I feel like that's okay. something that we're still doing today. Like women in the church are supporting church workers with their gifts, with their time. Sometimes they are themselves church workers. Um, and we are still saying thank you for that. Awesome. There you so, go. Donor relations. I really love that story. Donor yeah. Reformation style. <laughs> so, okay. Um, last proper question, and then we have a bonus question. Oh, okay. extra points. Yes. Following Luther's Reformation, Lutheran ideas spread to all corners of Europe, not just Germany, but including England, which was, I don't know if you know, busy trying to sort out its own Reformation thing. Mm-hmm. So two of Henry the Sixth, Henry the Sixth, I don't think so. Henry the Eighth wives had, <laughs> or at least were rumored to have, ties to Lutheranism. Can you guess which two were in some way connected to the Lutheran side of the Reformation? I can't remember them, but I've I've read a book about them, and I remember this coming up, but mm. I I can't remember which. I'll give ones. you a hint. It wasn't they the have first this- one. They have the same first name. Catherine. Nope. Mary. Mary. That's good. Anna. Mm, Ruth. I know you give us their names, and then we can tell you which ones. Like multiple choice. Yes. True or false? (laughs) True or false? It's Anne Boleyn and Anne of Cleves. Hey, I have the name right. No. I said Anna. <laughs> so these are these are both kind of a stretch. Anne Boleyn was raised Catholic, obviously, as everyone was at the time, and advocated for reform, Protestant of some kind, but is rumored to have been exposed to Luther's uh, theology and have have talked to the king about it at some point. You know that Anne Boleyn was really crucial in his decision to split from Rome, and he was she was once insulted by the Spanish ambassador who was, of course, a fervent Catholic, who called her more Lutheran than Luther himself. <laughs> now, history doesn't bear up that that insult was warranted, but I always thought that that mm. was a fun quote. <laughs> That's funny. And then Anna of Cleves was at Cleves was actually a German state, and her father was a Reformation follower, but more the Erasmian kind. Is Erasmian a word? Erasmian. Erasmus. It is now. Erasmusen. Uh, I don't know. He followed, He was more into Erasmus than Luther. But fun fact, Anne of Cleves' older sister was Sybil of... Hungary. No. No. Saxony. Saxony. No. She yes. was married to <laughs> Frederick. Frederick the Wise's sister. So Frederick the Wise was King Henry VIII's very temporary brother-in-law. Huh. Like they were all connected. What? This wasn't... None of this Lutheran Reformation stuff was happening in a bubble. No. Um, so the Lutheran world was small even back then. Yep. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> I, I may have my notes wrong. Sybil might have been married to John Frederick, one of the electors. None of us can correct you right now. He was the head of the small Caldic <laughs> League. Anyway, okay. close family thing. So 
Although Anne, even though she sort of started out in this Reformation bubble thing, she, when Queen Mary, Bloody Mary, asked her to convert back to Catholicism, she totally did and seemed to have no qualms about it. So, oh, well, um, that's a bummer. Yeah, Come on. that is a bummer. Okay, we need to pick me up for our bonus question. Yes. <laughs> Extra credit. Do you like, do you like reading? Yes. yes. <laughs> Good. There's only one right answer to yes. that. <laughs> I guess. I have to. No, I'm kidding. Yes. It's fun. So at the end of this quiz, it is my pleasure to announce that uh, uh, we're going to be starting up uh, sometime in the early new year, later this year, early new year, the Lutheran Ladies Book Club. Yay! Woo! Yeah. No, I'm really, really excited about this. I love reading and I love reading in community. Obviously, I'm a bit of a nerd, if you can't tell from the quiz. No, so. no, really? <laughs> and we love you for it. <laughs> you guys are so sweet. Um, so what, the way this will work, uh, for those of you who are interested, and I hope that's all of you, is that we'll be, I'll be running a series of polls sometime this month to help us decide sort of what kinds of books the most people are interested in. And then sometime in November, we'll announce our first book. You will have uh, then about eight weeks, so even people who are not super fast readers can get through it, and um, we'll have an opportunity close to the time when we record our episode for January to weigh in on the book with your thoughts, and then we'll use that as we discuss it ourselves on air, and sometime in January you'll have the book club wrap-up episode, and we'll do another book after that because... There is no end to the making of books. It's true. Or the reading of books. So Yay. it's great. Yeah. So that's coming and I'm super excited about it. Fair warning. I'm a pretty um, eclectic reader, but I think a lot of you are too. So we'll find some stuff that is a little off the beaten path and give it the Lutheran lady treatment as we take it apart and enjoy what's enjoyable and, you know, maybe criticize what's not <laughs> enjoyable. <laughs> I and think really that sounds talk wonderful. Talk back to the book and have a good time doing it. That so. is amazing. So there will be a Lutheran Ladies Lounge book club on down the yes. pipeline. So uh, if you're not in the Lutheran Ladies Lounge Facebook group, now would be the time to do that. So oh, you can yeah, participate. you don't want to miss these conversations. Exactly. Participate in the polls and talk about the books with our fellow Lutheran ladies who are in the Lutheran Ladies Lounge. Uh, that's going to be the place where it all happens. So definitely get in that group that that group if you're not already there so uh is that is that all you got for us today rachel that's all and thankfully that last question was worth more points than all the rest yes! of the questions combined Winners! so you guys are the champions yeah bravo <laughs> round of Woo. applause for everyone all right well that is that is the end of rachel's trivia challenge with a bonus uh lutheran ladies lounge book club announcement for this episode there's always content and episodes at kfuo.org slash lutheran ladies lounge find all of our episodes there or on your favorite podcasting app of course or in our facebook group the lutheran ladies lounge i'm sarah i'm aaron i'm brie and i'm rachel and you're listening to the lutheran ladies lounge podcast Views and opinions expressed on the Lutheran Ladies' Lounge podcast may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO Radio, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. The Lutheran Ladies' Lounge is produced by KFUO Radio and available at kfuo.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Join our community on Facebook in the Lutheran Ladies' Lounge.